Welcome to the Cadet Dome Podcast, where we explore the nature of reality, the primacy of consciousness, deliberate creation, and your personal empowerment. In this level of consciousness series, I'll be referencing David Hawkins' scale of consciousness to provide you with a breakdown of the life-rich and empowered levels. These are the levels going from 200 and up, and these are the levels wherein you demonstrate and embody that level of magnetism, that level of receptivity that I talk a lot about in my deliberate creation conversations. In this series, I'll highlight what psychological and emotional patterns arise for integration and embodiment at each of the levels, as well as what psychological and emotional patterns are transcended. And I address ways that you can calibrate to the specific level, as well as ways that you can transcend that particular level. The levels we'll explore are the courage level, the neutrality level, the willingness level, the acceptance level, the reason level, the love level, the joy level, the peace level, and the enlightenment level. If you do a quick search for David Hawkins scale of consciousness or David Hawkins map of consciousness, you'll see what these levels entail in sort of a preliminary overview sense. But I'll be going in depth on each of the levels. I'll also do a wrap-up episode at the end where I'll touch on some key distinctions that are very useful for you to have on your journey of self-evolution. So the acceptance level is still in that domain of the linear mind. Now, this is the domain where you process information in a linear manner. You see, perceive, and sort information in a progressive sequence moving in one direction only. So this is where you would organize your experiences by, you know, putting the past as something that's behind you, by putting the present as something that's right here in front of you, and by putting the future as something that's in front of you. So you organize information in that kind of a sequential linear manner that only moves in that one direction. The prevailing attitude of the acceptance level is that you are accepting of both your internal processes and your external experiences. You have just this generalized orientation of accepting things as they are, accepting yourself, accepting others, accepting the situations that are facing you. So you just have this generalized feeling that everything's okay, that you're okay, other people are okay, and the situations in the world in your life are okay. Now, Hawkins marks this stage as the completion of taking your power back. So before this level, before the acceptance level, you may have been organizing information in a way that your sense of power wasn't fully within you. You know, you may have described your experiences as though, you know, things were happening to you or things were being done to you. And although beginning at courage, you start to move into more and more 
experience of owning of your power. From Hawkins' description, acceptance is the, t- is the stage where you've completed that reclamation of your power. In the levels below 200, you know, there's a, a tendency to f- only hold a view that says life, life happens to me. This is that victim stance where you feel like all that you experience both internally and externally is being caused by things that weren't in your control. Whereas here, you realize that, you know, the source of your experiences, whether we're talking about your internal processes or the external circumstances you face, you recognize that the source of all of these is within you. So you have that experience of taking full ownership of your experience, of your reality. Hawkins also describes this stage as essentially being about balance, proportion, and what he calls appropriateness. Now, if you take a look at those constructs, balance, proportion, and appropriateness, they indicate that at this level, the individual is really skilled at self-regulation, at maintaining themselves within their boundaries, being aware of and respecting of other people's boundaries, and generally being able to self-regulate between those activities of you know, movement and motion and pursuit and rest and receptivity. So that idea of this level being characterized by balance, proportion, and appropriateness are all behavioral traits you express when you've really embodied the full spectrum of your self-regulation capacity. So taking a look at the acceptance level. So the calibration level for this level is 350. The emotion is forgiveness. The process is transcendence. The life view is harmonious. And the God view is merciful. The additional emotions you can link to this level are the emotions of tranquility, of calm, of peacefulness, feelings of harmony or harmoniousness, feelings of security, belongingness, connectedness, fullness, loving, understanding, caring, warmth, worthiness, feeling in tune, relaxed, feeling joyful, and compassion are all the sort of qualities of emotion that arise within this level. The skills of perception and being you embody at this level really reflect the energy and consciousness needed to emerge onto the love level of consciousness at 500, which we'll take a look at in in the upcoming videos. So this level is a great point of preparation for the nonlinear levels of consciousness. What you start doing at the acceptance level is that you start taking responsibility for your own consciousness. You are interested in pursuing uh, various methods of inner contemplation like meditation with the intention to, to really take full and complete ownership of what goes on within you, within the sphere of your mind and your emotions, within your belief systems, within your overall outlook. So at the acceptance level, you see a real commitment to growth, to growing your own consciousness, to expanding your self-awareness and really moving into that space of full occupation of your interior. You also start to value or prioritize spiritual and ethical matters. You engage in activities that reflect 
what you're most drawn to at this level, whether they're humanitarian activities or spiritual activities like attending retreats. This is the level where you actually start attending to and going to and participate in those kinds of activities. The perspective at this level is characterized by mental positions like, I'm okay, you're okay, the situation's okay. You have an overall sense that it's really perfect to just be yourself. You know, it's really perfect for other people to be who they are. And whatever situation you're facing or you're experiencing or you're, you know, participating in, it's okay just as it is. So there's, again, that generalized sense of acceptance of all that you're experiencing, both within your being and outside your being. You're also including a perspective that you know, your own personal needs will be met. You have a a kind of certainty at this level that your needs will be taken care of. So with that in mind, you are more oriented towards service to contributing to the welfare and happiness of others. At this level, you also include in your perspective a, a recognition that you are the source and creator of your experiences. You, again, are in that space of taking responsibility for your own consciousness. So you have a mental position that says, you know, this is arising from within me. This thing that I'm experiencing or how I'm reacting to things or whatever I'm interpreting is something that I'm doing. So you take ownership of your own internal processes. And at this level, you really don't try to make life conform to an ego agenda. You aren't trying to make life fit into some image or picture you had based on your ego level understanding of, you know, who you are and what life's about. So you're really okay to let go at this level of expectations that are coming from ego. You are willing to surrender to a broader perspective or, you know, make way for broader experiences than you expected or imagined to come into your life and and you're accepting of them. At the acceptance level, there's also a widening of your perception to see the whole picture. At this level, there are less distortions or misrepresentations created in your perceptual process. And while you may still experience you know, emotions at this level, your your normal life protective emotions, any pattern of emotional drives influencing your perspective or outlook are replaced by tranquility. Now, this really is an indication that you are operating more from your prefrontal cortex than from the impulsive and reactive regions of your brain. And, and this is characteristic of, you know, anyone who is really in their active participation of their self-regulation ability, that process of self-regulating yourself is moving yourself out of those impulsive and reactive regions of your brain back into your prefrontal cortex, the seat of your intelligence, the seat of your imagination, the seat of your, you know, forward-looking vision, the seat of your creativity. So when you're coming from that level of your neurological structure, you naturally have a widening of your perception 
where you see the whole picture, where you see the bigger picture of your life and are out of that narrowed, contracted focus of those impulsive and reactive regions of the brain. So at acceptance level, you can really see the neurology changes at work and how you are predominantly coming from that prefrontal cortex, that seat of your, you know, empowered, (laughs) conscious, self-regulating ability. Now, also included in that widening of your perception is realistic perception and recognition. So you are seeing and accepting the limitations of embodied life without losing inner balance and equanimity. So challenges are a normal part of human life. You know, things arise that may not necessarily reflect what you expected. And in those moments, you have that realistic perception and recognition. You recognize that that happens. Challenges happen. So you don't fall into any kind of an internal narrative that would move you into creating distortions or misrepresentations or misinterpretations of what you're experiencing. You can simply take whatever's arising for what it is as, you know, a part of life. You also have an acceptance of life and its diverse expressions at this level. Again, that widening of your perception includes recognizing that life is diverse, you know, just in the same way that there's a diversity of species on the planet, that the planet supports life forms of all types. Life itself supports a myriad of diverse expressions. So this is the level where you recognize, for instance, that the levels of consciousness are all different and valid expressions of life. There is no judgment on these different levels, for instance. There's a recognition, an accepted recognition that life is evolving and where things are or appear to be is a part of that evolution. There is no rightness or wrongness that you attribute to how things appear. At this level, that sort of value judgment tendency, that sort of moralistic judgmentalism of this is wrong, this is right, this is how things have to be, that kind of a mental position is just seen to be what it is, which is a personalized choice. It's a personal preference. It's a personal choice to say, this is how I prefer for things to be. It's not a, an overarching condition that life is imposing. Life in and of itself is supportive of all of the different expressions of behavior, of situations. Life is totally accepting of a diversity of expressions. So that tendency to say this is right and this is wrong is a personalized choice that is being imposed upon the conditions of life. So there's really a a shift in perspective at this level where your level of acceptance really goes deep. It, It sort of, again, is generalized across all spheres of life. At this level, you're also solution focused. There is a inner dedication to resolving issues. You have no resistance to how much work something is or how long a job or project takes. You are participating in the projects and situations of life with that solution focus being predominant in your awareness. You're there to solve whatever's at hand. At this level, you also see 
an emergence of greater creativity, inspiration, and intuition. Now, creativity, inspiration, and intuition are all experiences that employ that prefrontal cortex. They're experiences that employ higher ordered thought processes and higher ordered access to the currents that we experience as inspiration and intuition. And this is also linked to the level of self-discipline and mastery that's present at the acceptance level. Again, with your ability to, you know, demonstrate your capacity to self-regulate, you move into self-discipline and mastery. Self-discipline and mastery are a function of how you're able to keep mobilizing yourself into movement and how you're able to regulate yourself back into states of rest and receptivity. That self-discipline and mastery comes from your ability to move through the different phases of self-expression from, you know, emerging into expression, from moving into expression and, and then settling into rest and receptivity and learning and taking in information. So you're able to move into between those different phases masterfully. Another characteristic of this level that you integrate or you start expressing is unemotional discernment. So this is the ability to evaluate whatever's at hand without the addition of emotionalized subjective personalization that makes things be about the self when they don't have to be. Unemotional discernment is the ability to sort of look at situations and see them for what they are without internalizing them to be about you. So this includes the ability to not take your own inner processes personally as though they mean something positive or negative about you. This is a, an emotion-free clarity where there's really no emotional load attached to the decision-making or evaluative process that you engage in. So the beliefs at this level are beliefs like, I am the source of my own happiness. Love doesn't come from the outside, it's created from within. Life is to be enjoyed. The world is to be enjoyed. Everyone is doing the best that they can with what they have at the moment. All life is evolving towards its perfection. The source of love is within me, emanating from my own nature. The universe is harmonious. To perceive to the contrary is to project my own inner conflicts onto the world. So at the acceptance level, what the individual starts valuing are things like personal evolution, who, are, who you are becoming, fulfilling your greatest inner potential, health and wellness, equality, because you see that other people have equal rights, inclusion, forgiveness, seeing that mistakes or errors are things that need correction, forgiveness, and compassion, and nurturing the potential and dreams of others. So at the acceptance level, there's a tranquil acceptance of personal and human limitations without loss of self-esteem. You know, much like in one of the previous levels where errors aren't taken personally, where if, if a mistake is made, you simply correct it and, you know, move on without diminishing your sense of being. 
here there's there's a simple acceptance a peaceful acceptance that limitations whether they're personal or or just human limitations in general are a part of life that they don't have to be an injury to the self so forgiveness at this level is directed both toward others when they make mistakes or errors as well as the self and there's also an ease of handling negative emotions that occasionally arise at this level Again, when you take a look at the quality of of consciousness that's here at this level, that acceptance of things as they are includes any arising of negative emotions or negative feelings. When you're not resisting the charged emotions that arise, they naturally dissipate. They naturally complete their pulsation cycle. So you're in a state of allowing at this level whether you're allowing internal processes or external experiences, that's sort of your default here. Relationally speaking, the characteristics of the acceptance level include, as I've mentioned before, acceptance of others as they are, recognizing that their views, beliefs, and behaviors are what makes sense to them, and that's okay. Relationally at this level, you're also automatically nurturing and supportive of others without any feeling of sacrifice, without any feeling of like you're giving up something. You're very well balanced at this level in the way you show up to nurture and support others. You also demonstrate compassion for others and for all living things at this level. You demonstrate a generosity and ease of giving where you're not keeping score you're not engaged in a kind of transactional relating rather you are giving because you enjoy giving you're also beginning to really understand love as a permanent condition of a relationship at this level you're growing um to or connecting to the inherent lovingness of your inner nature You also have a growing awareness of the inner innocence of yourself and others at this level. So recognizing that fear-driven personality patterns are really masking this inner innocence. So you have that awareness that everyone has that inherent innocence. And if they're not expressing from that, it's because that inner innocence is being masked by their fear-driven personality patterns. For what you've stopped doing at this level, for the psychological and emotional or behavioral patterns you've transcended at the acceptance level, you've left behind patterns of judgmentalism, discrimination, and intolerance. You've essentially deprogrammed any unconscious biases at this level, any kind of tendency to you know, look at people through stereotypical lenses or culturally defined narratives is something that you don't do at this level. Again, you've embodied a mindset of equality. So your overall lens is about the okayness of everyone, regardless of who they are, where they come from, what they look like and the like. So you don't generate sort of discriminatory or intolerant internal narratives within yourself, whether consciously or not. You've also stopped 
any kind of ego-driven desire to perpetuate your own views. You, you, you're not driven to make other people see and think like you. You're not driven to have other people have the same opinions as you. You've, you've transcended dualistic thought patterns, you know, that kind of either or thinking, that kind of better worse type of thinking. It's not something that you do at this level. You also have stopped regretting the past or fearing the future. So looking at your past experiences or looking at the future from within negative emotions, that's not something that you do at this level. In letting go, Hawkins says, fear of the future no longer exists when the past has been healed. This is because in the usual ego-oriented state of consciousness, the ego tends to project the past upon the future, and a past that is viewed negatively becomes fearful when projected upon the imaginary future. So you're no longer transposing or superimposing unresolved negative emotions about the past onto images of the future you're generating at this level. You're also not diminishing one thing because you've chosen something else. You, even as you evaluate the usefulness of something, you do so without emotional charge. There is no negative emotionality and you're seeing that something isn't working or that something isn't beneficial and that you're going to go on to something different. A pattern of thinking you see in the other levels is creating a negative narrative around things you aren't choosing or preferring or things you've decided to stop being a part of. So in the other levels, let's say you, for whatever reason, decide not to go to a specific restaurant anymore and you now have a new favorite restaurant what the thought pattern in that sort of change in the other levels is you start diminishing and devaluing that old restaurant you used to go to in favor of promoting this new restaurant that you know go to so you don't do that kind of comparative diminishing um pattern of thinking at this level some of the emotions you've transcended at this level include denial neediness that tendency to depend on others from a place of you know lack and resentment because you're in an active process of forgiving you're not holding on to anything from you know your experiences with other people in a way that has you generating and sustaining an inner current of resentment at this level you also don't have a need to change or control others or be controlled by the opinions and values of others at this level. You no longer need the approval of others at the acceptance level. You're sort of, you know, completely self-approved. So you are free from seeking or craving any kind of social or relational agreement. You are in your individuality. You are in your independence. You are in your autonomy, being unapologetically yourself at this level. There's also a decreased preoccupation with doingness, with, you know, productivity and, and going out and doing things at this level. You've started to shift your awareness toward beingness, the quality of who you are, the quality in that inner state of 
your innate being. You're more oriented to focusing at that aspect of yourself. As far as challenges go, Hawkins doesn't actually make note of any challenges for the acceptance level. Given that this level is characterized by an overall sense of everything being okay, the growth focus for this level can be about emerging onto the next level of consciousness, which we'll explore next. Before I go into deliberately calibrating to this level and deliberately evolving from this level, I just want to say a few words about your ability to evolve and emerge onto new levels of consciousness. Self-transformation and your ability to emerge onto a new level of consciousness is in part about the new information you expose yourself to. And then how you go about metabolizing and assimilating that information. When you seek out new information and integrate it into your framework, you give yourself the language, the imagery, and the internal standards you need to create change. That change is, it's not only a a mental and emotional change, it's not only a change to your concepts, it's also a change to your neurology and physiology. So it's this introduction to new information, this self-exposure to new information, to new data, to a well-defined landscape of new territories or standards of self-expression that allows you to objectively evaluate what you currently believe you already know, what your current map is, and allow you to sort of create recognition around where you can go, what new landscapes or territories of consciousness you can enter. This exposure is what allows you to then consciously update that existing map within yourself. Even as you watch these videos on the levels of consciousness and think about the descriptions, think about the emerging patterns and the transcended patterns, you're giving yourself a new reference point to consider and reflect on. You're giving yourself a new potential map. And that data is useful not only for your mind, but also for your neurology. It gives your nervous system, your brain, your mind and body, a new target to move toward, a new location to move toward. And that is really useful for self-transformation and self-evolution. Now, deliberately calibrating to the acceptance level is something you can embody by focusing on self-love and self-acceptance, really transcending any tendency to talk to yourself or focus on yourself with any kind of criticism or, or critical orientation. Emotional intelligence was primarily focused on your self-awareness and self-regulation. And while that is an immensely useful model or map to integrate at this level you want to take on practices and processes that allow you to focus on yourself with unconditional love with compassion and with acceptance so that the energy and awareness you direct towards yourself is one that is based in unconditional love and acceptance you can also actively practice forgiveness of yourself and others at this level. You can make that a daily part or a weekly part of your self-growth process where you reflect on 
you know, what do I need to forgive? What do I need to release about myself or about others? And really integrate your ability to release and let go in that way on a regular basis. You can also take on practices like random acts of kindness, loving kindness practices that really allow you to flex your ability to extend and express love toward others. Healing work is also really useful to calibrate to the acceptance level. Healing the past, healing any kind of you know, unresolved experiences from your past you may still subconsciously be carrying can help you emerge onto this pattern. Healing work help, helps you release the distortions and patterns of resistance that may have been stored in your biofield, in your energy field, in your, you know, non-conscious realms. So healing work in the forms of, you know, energy healing, sound healing, anything that gets that stored information um, surfaced and released will be helpful to helping you calibrate to the acceptance level. And deprogramming any implicit biases, unlearning any kind of stereotyping of others you may have picked up from family or culture, re-educating your mind, your subconscious and non-conscious regions, and really programming your mind and body, your neurology, to see the inherent goodness of all life forms. Deliberately evolving from this level is moving into the next level. So far up to 350, the outlook or viewpoint focus has been on your immediate life and world. With the widening of perception that started at this level, incorporating maps, models, and symbols that are broader, that are non-linear or multidimensional, helps you emerge onto the next levels of consciousness of reason and logic and beyond any kind of higher level thinking abstract thought theory developing and expanding your mental sphere you know taking on complex ideas focusing and and entertaining ideas that you know you don't normally entertain bringing yourself into contact with things that expand your perspective the field of your intellect and, and really engage in, engaging in intellectual pursuits and analyses will help you emerge onto the next level, which is reason and logic. So that looks like participating in or, or taking on, you know, ideas that you don't normally take on or contemplate. So whether you enroll in some courses or, you know, buy some PhD textbooks or or what have you exposing yourself to intellectual ideas will will help you move on to the next level or expand into the next level of reason and logic that concludes our exploration of this level stay tuned for the continuation of the levels of consciousness series in future episodes if you're enjoying the Cadest Ohm podcast, you can help grow the show by subscribing on Apple and Spotify and by sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and community. I've got lots of resources designed to support you on your growth and deliberate creation journey. 
got many videos on my YouTube channel, including affirmations and guided meditations, a free resources library with tools and worksheets you can use, books on Amazon on a number of different topics on consciousness and co-creation, online courses at my online school, including a free course on understanding the levels of consciousness. And I also share tips regularly on my blog and my newsletter and on my social channels. You can learn more and find all of these resources on my website at infinite-life.com. The link to my website is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time on the Cadestone Podcast.